The following is an America Matters media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters media. America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Hello, listeners. I am Dr. Dan Royal, and you are now listening to The Royal Treatment. We are here every week to answer your health questions. And why do we care about that? Well, we're here to help empower you, my friends, to make better informed healthcare decisions, because the only way to be healthy is for you to take responsibility for yourself. But you can't do that without good information. And that's what we're here to provide you with, but also with some motivation. Before we get started, I would like to thank a couple of our sponsors. First, the Turtle Healing Band Clinic. Turtle Healing Bank Clinic is where I practice in Las Vegas. If you would like to reach us because you're looking for an alternative practitioner who's there to help you achieve your goals of being healthy without drugs or getting off drugs, you can call us at 702-562-1454. Also, I'd like to thank the First Nation Medical Board. First Nation Medical Board as well as Turtle Healing Man Clinic, are both entities sponsored by the Crow Tribe of Indians in Montana. That's because we are a tribal facility under the jurisdiction of the Indian Nation. This is important because, well, in 49 states in this country, alternative physicians such as myself have nowhere to protect themselves when they practice non-traditional medicine or alternative medicine. The only state where we have a complementary medical board is in the state of Arizona. Unfortunately, the state of Nevada lost their homeopathic board during this legislative session. So where we had two states, we're now down to one. That means of 49 states, physicians in this country are vulnerable to losing their license if they so much as prescribe vitamin C for you. For example, I had a patient in my office today. She's actually a nurse. And one of the things that she has found to help her with her condition, which is multiple chemical sensitivities, a very difficult and challenging situation for which she had been going back and forth to Dallas, Texas to see Dr. Ray, who specializes in these types of cases. She found that using high dose of vitamin C helped to control her condition. Now, if this is something that I was using in any of those 49 states other than Arizona to help this patient for which modern medicine has no drugs and no answers, I could potentially lose my license. It doesn't require a patient complaint. It doesn't require a bad outcome. It simply requires the board to take exception or a professional colleague to find reason to file a complaint. For this reason, the First Nation Medical Board is extremely important because it provides practitioners such as myself throughout the entire United States the opportunity to be dual licensed so that they can now practice medical alternatives on the jurisdiction of the Indian nation. The Indian nation was given this right by the federal government to take responsibility for their traditional medicine, which is what we call indigenous medicine that includes all things alternative, complementary, integrative, holistic, etc. So, we are hopefully embarking upon a new era in which we can help people throughout this country who are seeking medical alternatives from their physicians, but also from those who have no board. So, for example, the state of Nevada, the nature pass have no 
board under which they are licensed, they can now find a home with the First Nation Medical Board. We're going to be talking about some things which I hope will be of interest to you today. As I promised last week, we will follow up on our discussion regarding subclinical magnesium deficiency. This is a worldwide problem because magnesium is deficient in the soil and in the food. How is it affecting you? We're going to talk about that a little later in the program. But I did have someone email me yesterday requesting a copy of this article. This article or research publication is very readable. This is because it is not a research publication that uses a lot of jargon that the common man cannot understand. This is a research article that reviews other research articles. So it is made for people like you and me, the lay people, the common people, to understand. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's quite comprehensive. If you want a copy of this article that we'll be discussing later in the program, you can always email me at droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D as in Daniel Royal at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. Feel free to email me your questions. Remember, if I use your question on the air, I will send you a free bottle of RBC Blend. RBC Blend is what we use to increase circulating stem cells in our patients. Did you know that you can increase stem cells in your blood? Well, you can by taking RBC Blend. It's been tested in animals and humans actually around the world and found to be quite effective. We used this on a patient, for example, who came to see me just this week as part of our trade secret technology, if you will, in harvesting stem cells from our patient, pluripotent stem cells from the blood, not the bone marrow, not the fat. Of course, you can get pluripotent stem cells from amniotic fluid or from umbilical cord blood, but in much smaller amounts that we can actually get from you and your own blood. So is where I can get maybe five to 10 million in a vial of umbilical cord blood stem cells, we can get between one to three billion from your own cells using our trade secret technology. The patient came back to see me this week. He has multiple sclerosis and he had previously been receiving stem cells from Germany. These are embryonic sheep stem cells, which he felt had really done him nothing, but he did notice something from our treatment. And for this reason, he came back for a follow-up visit and second treatment. He's a very interesting case, in fact, we haven't been able to find much wrong with them other than just today we got back a urine test from a lab that we used to check for neurotransmitters. Guess what? Most of his neurotransmitters, most all of them, were deficient, were quite very low. Something is going on. We hope to get to the bottom of that, and I will keep you posted. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion and talk about obituaries, people who died too young from disease, diseases they shouldn't have had. Just this last week, I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We're going to take a short break, but please stay right with us. After forming all the organs and body components necessary for human life, stem cells disappear, right? No. Stem cells are present in all of us, just waiting for an opportunity to regenerate organs, joints, ligaments, muscles, and other body tissues they originally formed. Dr. Dan Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help rejuvenate your body? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Your own naturally occurring stem cells are the ultimate anti-aging treatment. They can be used to improve facial appearance and hair growth, as well as for aches, pains, and other conditions. Could your own stem cells help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Find out by calling Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. Are you planning to move? Paragon Real Estate Resources can help you sell or buy a home anywhere in the United States. We provide a home resources coordinator to manage all aspects of your move. We recommend qualified real estate agents and other services to prepare your home for sale. Best of all, if you sell or buy a home with our assistance, you could be eligible to receive a tax-free real estate commission cash rebate. We can also help you obtain a mortgage at competitive interest rates. Our lenders offer fixed and adjustable rates, conforming and non-conforming loans, plus FHA and VA financing. We can also assist first-time buyers with as little as 5% down. And when it comes time to move, we can refer you to qualified movers or other companies to assist with self-moves. 
Paragon Real Estate Resources helps make moving as easy as possible. Call Paragon Real Estate Resources now at 1-800-235-7513 to learn more or visit ParagonRERI.com. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. Beefies. The best little diner in the biggest little city. Cheeseburgers extraordinaire. Chili cheese omelets and the best milkshakes in Midtown and Reno. Beefies. Try the full Beefies menu and beer on tap. Beefies. South Virginia at Arroyo. Midtown Reno. Experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. The nonprofit Reno Sparks Assistance League Thrift Shop offers quality merchandise, including a selection of women's and children's apparel and shoes, books for every age, baby clothes, accessories, sporting goods, toys, housewares, linens, home decor, and seasonal items and jewelry, all at affordable prices. Come in the shop, donate, or join this all-volunteer organization. Assistance League Thrift Shop, open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 4, at 1701 Vassar Street in Reno. Beware of robots. Dear God, you're saying this country is completely open to attack. KBAD Las Vegas. Home of the Mac attacks. Skynet defense system now activated. We're back. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you're listening to The Royal Treatment. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for listening. Again, our purpose in being here is to help empower you with information. Now, this part of the program is hopefully motivational because... We're going to talk about people that died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had just this last week. Why do we do this? Well, maybe we're the only ones in the world who do it. No one really pays much attention to the obituaries, but I do, because it's telling a story. It's telling a story that's unfolding right before your eyes in this country as I speak. Life expectancy is declining in the United States. Did you know that? Well, if you're a regular listener to this program, of course you know that. But if you're new, you may not know that. Life expectancy in the United States has been declining for three years in a row, 2015, 2016, 2017. And guess what? It's very likely to be occurring again or have occurred in 2018 once the results are in. That means it will have declined for four years in a row. A new record for the United States of America. The last time it declined three years in a row was during World War One, which also included a so-called flu pandemic during the years 1916, 17, and 18. So stay tuned. Something's going on. What's going on? Well, hopefully we can figure that out. We're going to be talking about that during the third segment of our program, a little scandal that came out just this last week that you, my friends, need to know about. Extremely important when we come back after this segment. So let's get started. Life expectancy currently in the United States for a woman is, well, about 81 years of age. For a man, about 76. Now, the average age being about 78.5. About 78.5. So keep that in mind as we go through these obituaries. We're going to look at people locally as well as internationally that died this last week. Too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. First, you have a 43-year-old man, an IT professional with his own business, who passed away of an aortic dissection. Now, the aorta is the largest artery in your body. It runs down the middle of your chest cavity. Dissection means it's split in two. And when that happens, well, you've got minutes to live. You bleed out very quickly. It's usually unpredictable, unless you happen to have an ultrasound. Sometimes it's found by accident or serendipity where you see an aneurysm and then we can watch it. Sometimes we have no warning whatsoever, which looks like what happened in this case. We have a 51-year-old man, a bartender at the Orleans Hotel who passed away. Now remember, we're looking at people in Las Vegas and the Reno areas, the two major cities in the state of Nevada. We have a 55-year-old woman who passed away at her home. We have a 56-year-old woman, an international game technology vice president, who died unexpectedly from an aortic aneurysm in her home. Now, we had an aortic dissection earlier. Here we have an aortic aneurysm that burst. That's the ballooning of the aorta, the largest artery in your body. We have a 56-year-old woman, a teacher, who died peacefully at a hospital from a recurrent form of cancer. This likely means that 
Well, she had had cancer. It had been treated. But guess what? It came back. We're going to talk about that. You can't just kill cancer. You have to treat the underlying cause. And as we talked about on this show before, there are a couple of ways to do that. One is you can utilize the pleomorphic life cycle. There's only one company in the world that makes products for that. That's Sanum in Germany, and naturally the FDA ran them out of the United States. They use biological products, which are really a type of homeopathic preparation, for which the dark field microscope actually has a real useful purpose. I've been there myself and gotten training from the company, but the theory goes back to Antoine Bechamp, who is a contemporary of Louis Pasteur. Antoine Bechamp said the disease is within. Louis Pasteur said, no, the disease is without. And the debate still rages today, but it was Gunter Enderlein back in the 1930s who discovered that our organisms undergo a life cycle from symbiosis to pathogenesis. And we have to take cancer, the pathogenic organism, and put it back into a symbiotic state. That's one way to do it. The other is we can reverse cancer by energizing our cells, by putting photons into the cells. When the millivolt concentration drops to around 20, you've got cancer. Your millivolt concentration should be over 70. So we have to recharge those cells using light, sound, and frequency. In fact, we just had a case with a patient of ours who went through a series of treatment, actually a second series of case uh, uh, treatments. He is a lung cancer patient. And after a second series, his cancer antibodies went to normal. His nagalase, which is the enzyme produced by cancer to paralyze the immune system, went to normal. And his lung cancer nodule shrunk 57% from 7 millimeters to 3 millimeters. Now, he's going through another series because I told him we need to continue on, even if we do it less frequently, until the nodule is gone. The point is he's responding to a combination of light, sound, and frequency. No magic pills, supplements, or medicine, just light, sound, and frequency. Carrying on, we have a 60-year-old man, a UNR and UNLV football coach who passed away peacefully. A 60-year-old woman who enjoyed sewing, embroidery, making dresses, died after a long battle with cancer. A 63-year-old woman who worked in the banking industry passed away peacefully. We have a 65-year-old man, a photographer, who specialized in portraits who passed away. 67-year-old man who worked as a bar and restaurant manager passed away. 69-year-old man, an electrical construction worker employed at the Nevada test site, passed away peacefully. 71-year-old man, an electrical specialist, passed away. 72-year-old man, a retired pilot, passed away. 72-year-old woman, a hairdresser who sold Avon, passed away. 72-year-old man, a sound technician in the motion picture industry, passed away. 73-year-old woman, a high school teacher, departed this world unexpectedly. That's literally what it said, departed this world unexpectedly. 74-year-old man who worked for the Federal Aviation Administration, passed away. 75-year-old man, a psychologist, passed away. 75-year-old woman who worked in the banking industry, passed away. 76-year-old man who worked in the detention center for Clark County, passed away. 76-year-old woman who worked for Clark County School District and in the health industry passed away from cancer. 76-year-old man, a salesman, passed away from kidney disease. And finally, the 70-year-old, I'm sorry, 79-year-old woman, a registered nurse, passed away following a lengthy struggle with dementia. And if you listen to one of our previous programs recently, we talked about one of the causes of dementia. It is a drug. It is called statin. And many of you may be taking it probably with the most prescribed drug in the country. Truth be told, statins have been linked with decreasing memory, with dementia, Alzheimer's, and more recently with ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. We call it a gateway drug because when you take a statin, you're going to develop other problems like diabetes, like memory loss, like pain, etc. And you're going to require what? Well, more medicines. Let's continue on. Let's look at the international celebrity notables who died this last week from diseases they shouldn't have had at too young of an age. We have Emmanuel Crestini, Italian mayor of Rocca di Papa, died at 46 years of age due to 36% burns and smoke inhalation after a gas leak. He was actually involved in a fire and trying to save others. Didn't get out in time, but still died too young. Adrian Lionheart McCallum, British professional wrestler, died at 36 years of age from... Suicide. Remember, if we know what medicines you're taking in the antidepressants, they can make you suicidal. They can make you worse. So please beware. Chan Chai 
or I'm sorry, Chanchal Lahiri, Indian magician, died at 40 years of age when he failed to escape a river stunt and drown. Dimitro Tumchuk, Ukrainian military expert and politician, died at 46 years of age after accidentally shooting himself in the head while cleaning his gun. That's odd. Then we have Miguel Anzel Falasca, Argentine-born Spanish volleyball player and coach, died at 46 years of age from a heart attack. We have Concepcion Paredes, a Spanish 1966 Olympic triple jumper and 17-time Spanish champion, died at 48 years of age after a long illness. Felipe Zadar, a French electronic musician, recorder, and producer, died at 52 years of age after falling from a high floor in an old Paris building. We hope that was an accident. Obadingwa Maguni, Zimbabwean politician, collapsed and died at 56 years of age. Andrei Karatonov, Russian actor, died at 59 years of age from stomach cancer. Paolo Pagni, Brazilian drummer, died at 61 years of age from pulmonary fibrosis. Gino Pasqualato, Italian Olympic ice hockey player in 1984, died at 63 years of age from cancer. Peng Xiaolian, Chinese film director, died at 65 years of age from an illness. Jaquai Magno, Filipino jazz singer, died at 65 years of age from pancreatic cancer. Molly O'Neill, American food journalist and cookbook author, died at 66 years of age after battling adrenal cancer. Levi Lito, Finnish poet, translator, and programmer, died at 68 years of age from multiple system atrophy. That doesn't sound good, and I'm not even sure we know what that is. Mohamed Morsi, Egyptian politician and former president, died at 67 years of age from a heart attack while in a cage during his court trial. This is actually quite interesting because during the trial, while he was in his glass cage, he said that he had military secrets that he could reveal. He then dropped dead from a heart attack. Sounds very suspicious. Mark Rewara, Canadian member of parliament, died at 69 years of age from metastatic cancer to lungs, colon, and lymph nodes. Aldo Pignanelli, an Argentine accountant and president of the Central Bank, died at 69 years of age from prostate cancer. Jim Tarakani, American investigative journalist, died at 69 years of age from kidney failure. Demetrius Christophias, Cypriot politician, president, died at 72 years of age from respiratory failure. Karl-Heinz Micklin, Austrian jazz musician, died at 72 years of age from a stroke. Kelly J. Fordham, a Canadian singer-songwriter, keyboard player, died at 77 years of age with complications due to stroke. Stephen Blair, American Roman Catholic bishop of Stockton, California, died at 77 years of age from a prolonged illness. Somchai Kunpluam, Thai mobster politician, died at 81 years of age from colon cancer. But finally, we have a winner. Maria Giuseppe Babucci, Italian supercentarian, Europe's oldest person, passed away at 116 years of age. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we have more to say. So please stay right with us. Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or Insulin Potentiated Therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-4454. 1454 to see if you qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. It's springtime at Crystal Cove in the heart of Midtown at 737 South Virginia Street. At Crystal Cove, you'll find a variety of dazzling crystals, healing stones, stunning original jewelry, candles, and tarot decks. Crystal Cove, 737 South Virginia Street. Midtown Reno. Experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. 
Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. Clean Image Mobile Detailing. Rick details your car, truck, RV, horse trailer, and airplane. Clean Image will go to your home or business. No more waiting in line. Clean Image Mobile Detailing. 775-233-5207. 233-5207. Call Rick. Midtown Reno. Experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. The Delta and Bonanza Saloons in Virginia City are simply elegant. Imagine ascending the grand staircase and being surrounded by the Victorian elegance and grandeur of the historic banquet rooms. Original crystal chandeliers, mahogany bars, and oak dance floors highlight the eloquently appointed spaces. A truly romantic and unique setting for your wedding, banquets, or holiday parties. Detailed ceremony and menu planning ensures your special event is a memorable occasion. With just one call to Jesse at 775-847-0789, all of your arrangements will be handled by their experienced staff with your every expectation in mind including cakes flowers photography videography music and party amenities complete ceremony and reception packages are available as well as their famous themed weddings since 1865 the delta and bonanza saloons guests have come from every state in the union now it's your turn no event is too large or too small let the delta and bonanza saloons plan your next incredible event call jesse at 775-847-0789 we're back. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. As I said before the break, we are going to talk about something which I think will be of interest to you. This is something that happened just this last week. There was an article published by CNBC News. It revealed that a pharmaceutical company was found to be putting a cancer-causing agent in their blood pressure medicine. That doesn't sound good. And in fact, it's not. How was this discovered? Well, there's a company in the United States. It's called Valisher. They're an online pharmaceutical company. And they do some testing of the drugs that they sell over the internet because they don't want any problems with lawsuits and whatnot. And so they do some testing using mass spectrometry to check for contaminants. So here's what the article had to say. Big Pharma's business model is a repeat business racket that profits from sickness and disease. In other words, if you're healthy and you're well, you make no money for them. We also know that cancer is a multi-billion dollar industry that generates huge profits from the repeat business of cancer therapies, such as chemotherapy, and radiotherapy. This particular company, Novartis, has been found to be using a cancer-causing substance or chemical known as dimethylformamide. It was found in one of their blood pressure medicines called Losarta. Now, they make a few different blood pressure medicines, but it was found in each one of them. Interestingly enough, Losartan was found to be the number ninth most prescribed drug in the United States uh, not too long ago. And a couple years ago, there were over 42 million prescriptions in the United States for this medication. So this particular company, Valisar, or I should say Valisure, is apparently running contamination tests on the various medications that it sells. A pharmacy that tested products for contaminants before we tailing them? Should the FDA be doing this? Well, that's a good question. This particular company, Novartis, is domiciled in the country of Switzerland. It's a multi-international company, probably multi-trillion dollar business. They make about 65 different prescription medications, and they should be held to the highest manufacturing standards because a pharmaceutical preparation is considered to be just that. Now, how did this contaminant get into the drug? Well, Novartis imports a raw material from China. Now, if you're importing a raw material from China and India, they are known to have impurities because they have virtually no quality control. Why would a pharmaceutical company not be checking the raw materials that they're importing from China or India for impurities? Well, 
This could have been accidental or could have been intentional. Either way, it's still a crime. In other words, if you are inducing or introducing a cancer-causing agent into your medicine, in this case, your blood pressure medicine, it could be considered assault, battery, manslaughter, or if intentional, even murder. Because it doesn't matter whether you died from an acute poisoning or chronic poisoning, you died all the same. So pharmacies all across America are dispensing these drugs to patients whose doctors have told them they have a blood pressure problem that requires treatment. Now we need to understand that, as you know, all drugs have side effects. Drugs are approved for one thing. So you might be taking a little sardin and be very pleased to know that your blood pressure is down 10 points. Keep in mind your blood pressure medicine can actually make your blood pressure worse. We're going to talk about it, that in the upcoming segment where subclinical magnesium deficiency may be present because if the blood pressure medicine is messing with your minerals that could exacerbate your problem i remember the patient we've talked about on this program once before who came into my office with five different blood pressure medicines and guess what her blood pressure was not being controlled but let's assume it is being controlled your blood pressure is down 10 points and that blood pressure medicine has given you cancer well the good news is your blood pressure is down the bad news is You've got cancer. This is the problem when we take a prescription drug. It's approved for one thing, but there may be literally a hundred side effects associated with it, all of which we're expected to simply live with because, well, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, approved this drug. They got paid their $2.5 billion to approve the drug, and now it's introduced into the market where millions of prescriptions are written every year for this drug to patients who perhaps are too lazy to take responsibility for their health with lifestyle changes and exercise and whatnot. There are which probably more blood pressure cases that could be addressed this way or even by taking magnesium, natural occurring magnesium than a medicine. But most of us want a pill for every ill. And when we fall into that trap, bad things can happen. Many diabetes drugs, for example, cause liver disease. And cancer drugs promote more cancer tumors. Last week, we talked about statin drugs that can cause metabolic disorders. Hormone drugs cause cancers, and osteoporosis drugs actually cause skeletal disorders. Not only do these drugs never solve their underlying condition they claim to treat, they actually cause your body to develop entirely new health problems that require additional high-profit prescription medications. And so, the revolving door for Big Pharma continues. But the scandal I mentioned where, well, let's say over 42 million prescriptions of Losartan were contaminated with the cancer-causing drug is much worse than what happened back in 1959, where Merck, another pharmaceutical company, intentionally introduced a cancer-causing agent into the polio vaccine. Why did they do this? Well, their response was, we have a deadline to meet. And they also have, of course, investors to satisfy. It's all about the money. And you don't make money when people are healthy. You make money, at least in the pharmaceutical industry, when people are sick. Now, when these drugs cause other problems, this is how people end up on dozen prescription drugs while getting worse every day with metabolic disorders, heart conditions, cancer, Alzheimer's, and fatigue. Everybody watches it happen all around them. Nobody seems to care. I've had patients say, well, why is this happening to me now? Well, it doesn't happen all at once. It happens slowly. If it happened all at once, then it might be too obvious. So, for example, if you're exposed to a radioactive contaminant, unless you're acutely exposed at ground zero, you're not going to die immediately. You're going to die slowly over a period of decades. It may take the cancer 30 or more years to develop, but given enough time, it will happen. Well, what happened here? Well, Valisher asked that the medication be recalled and requested as the FDA review and significantly lower the acceptable, the acceptable intake of DMF, dimethylformamide, from its current level of 8,800 nanograms to less than 1,000 nanograms. In other words, this particular cancer-causing contaminant in Losartan was 8,800, I'm sorry, it's 8,800,000 nanograms higher than the acceptable level, which is less than 1,000 nanograms. The online pharmacy said it found the cancer-causing chemical in Valsartan produced by 
well, five companies. That means that there are some generic companies involved as well. So the FDA's current allowable exposure to this cancer-causing chemical is 8,800 times higher than what the pharmacy thinks is appropriate. Now, the doctor may tell you discontinuing your medicine can be risky. That depends. When you, when you eliminate your medication, your blood pressure may go up initially because it's used to being controlled, but then things may settle down, or you can go off it slowly, which is usually what we recommend while you're introducing perhaps something more natural, such as magnesium. I had a patient we took off his medicine uh, just yesterday. Why did we do this? Well, we were slowly getting him off his medicine because his blood pressure was well controlled, and the blood pressure medicine, frankly, wasn't needed if your blood pressure is down around 130 over 70, such as his, but there was another issue. He was also having angina or chest pains. Guess what? One of the side effects of this medicine is chest pain. So we had a good reason for discontinuing the medicine, which we did, and his blood pressure rose a little bit. Let's say it went to 150 over 70, but things will settle down. He's now been put on magnesium, which you probably need in the first place, and we'll continue to monitor him and see how things progress. Well, why is a private company having to do the job the FDA is supposed to be doing? That is a good question. A spokesperson for Novartis said the company's manufacturing process does not use DMF, dimethylformamide, but it cannot currently fully exclude the possibility that traces of DMF may have been present in materials of the drug substances suppliers. Now, if they had tested for them, they would have found them. Why does a private online pharmaceutical company have to discover it for them? Well, what Novartis means by drug substance suppliers is chemical suppliers, such as the one we mentioned in China and India from where the raw materials come. It is also, by the way, where most synthetic vitamin chemicals come from, which is why consuming synthetic vitamins can be just as toxic as taking synthetic medications. Some of you may remember that there was a case in China not too long ago, maybe about a little over 10 years ago, where their milk was contaminated for infants, a product was used in the milk that helped to give the, the protein powder or the formula more bulk. But what happened? Well, there was an estimated 300,000 victims. Six babies died from kidney stones and other kidney damage. An estimated 54,000 babies were hospitalized in a separate incident that occurred uh, some years prior, about four years prior to that, a watered-down milk had resulted in 12 infant deaths from malnutrition. Well, it might be instructive to look at how China handled this. This scandal broke back in July of 2008 after 16 babies in the Gansu province were diagnosed with kidney stones. We're going to review what happened there and continue our discussion. We'll come back for the break. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. Stay right with us. Can your own stem cells heal you? The miracle of life begins when an egg and a sperm unite. They form a single stem cell. Stem cells will keep dividing until directed by the body to become something else. Natural occurring stem cells can be found in all tissues of your body. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Dr. Royal has developed the unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Are you a cancer patient in remission who needs rejuvenation for optimal health and wellness? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. <sighs> we want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. 
an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no, what are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. First, turn on your magic glowing smart box. KBAD Las Vegas. Like magic, an invisible chain of sound once more circles the planet. Sports 920, the game. We're back. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. Before the break, we were talking about the scandal that broke just last week, where a cancer-causing agent was found being introduced into a blood pressure medicine called Losartan. Recently, the most ninth prescribed drug in the United States, or which 42 million prescriptions were written. And as we said, a online drug pharmacy called Valisure was the one that discovered it with their testing for contaminants. And they found that the level was 8,800 times the acceptable limit. Was this done accidentally or intentionally? It doesn't really matter. It's still a crime, and there should still be some accountability on the part of Novartis, the company itself, and the part of the FDA for allowing this to happen to American consumers. There's supposed to be protection. The country of Switzerland that houses Novartis should hang their head in shame. Well, we mentioned that there was a, another incident of toxicity that affected infants in China. This is back in 2008, a little over 10 years ago. We want to talk about how China handled this. Well, they weren't too happy about it because when the scandal broke, at least 11 countries stopped all imports of Chinese dairy products. A number of criminal prosecutions were conducted by the Chinese government. Two people were executed. One was given a suspended death penalty. Three people received life imprisonment. Two received 15-year jail terms. And seven local officials, as well as the director of the Administration of Quality, Supervision, Inspection, and Quarantine, were fired or forced to resign. Interestingly, a few years later, in 2012, the general manager of a dairy products plant in the Shanxi province was rumored to have been murdered in Shan City. It was this individual who had first alerted authorities to the scandal. He died in the hospital shortly after he was inflicted with many knife wounds, which some said were inflicted by his wife, which later proved to be false. So the whistleblower was also made to pay for his effort to protect the public. Well, we are going to talk about subclinical magnesium deficiency, something we mentioned to you about a week ago, but couldn't quite get around to. We mentioned the abstract, and let's just take a look at that again before we go through this article. Because serum magnesium does not reflect intracellular magnesium, the latter makes up more than 99% of total body magnesium. Most cases of magnesium deficiency are undiagnosed. Not surprising because when you draw the blood and you look at the serum, which can be done in the hospital at the local lab, guess what? You're only looking at 1%, 1% of the magnesium that is in your body. You have to look at the magnesium that is in the cellular level. There's only one lab in the country that does this. They grow your white blood cells immediately, and that's called SpectraCell in Houston, Texas. In fact, I just got back several reports this week on my patients regarding their nutritional deficiencies based upon their white blood cellular concentrations. They could tell you if you're deficient in vitamins, minerals, amino acids, antioxidants. But guess what? 
The only thing we can tell from local lab is whether you're deficient in iron or ferritin, or they could be too high. But relying on that for B12 and vitamin D, even some other things such as folic acid, is a waste of time and is completely inaccurate. It is not reliable. And therefore, we need to use our clinical acumen. We need to be real physicians. Any fifth grader can look at a lab result and tell you that your results are too high or too low based on the reference range. But we also need to be able to look at the patient and figure out whether they need magnesium or not. So this article goes on to say that because of chronic diseases, medications, decreases in food crop magnesium contents, and the availability of refined processed foods, the vast majority of people in modern societies are at risk for magnesium deficiency. Sounds serious, doesn't it? Well, certain individuals will need to supplement with magnesium in order to prevent suboptimal magnesium deficiency, especially if trying to obtain an optimal magnesium status to prevent chronic disease. Subclinical magnesium deficiency increases the risk of numerous types of cardiovascular disease. Costs nations around the world an incalculable amount of healthcare costs and suffering and should be considered a public health crisis. That is an easy, cost-effective strategy exists to prevent and treat subclinical magnesium deficiency should provide an urgent call to action. This would be much cheaper to treat patients with magnesium, much safer, because when you're doing it, naturally, there are no side effects. There are direct effects. Magnesium can lower your blood pressure. It can lower your risk of heart disease, and it can help you with any muscle cramps that you may have. It can give you a calmer feeling and help you to be more relaxed. Those are all direct effects of taking magnesium. Well, let's see. Let's see. Some of the studies that you took a look at that led to this report, this worldwide epidemic of magnesium deficiency, they went on to say that many of the fine foods in our diet are depleted of magnesium during the processing. I'm sure you already suspected this. In order to prevent chronic diseases, we need to change our mindset away from exclusively treating acute illness and instead focus more on treating the underlying causes of chronic diseases, such as magnesium deficiencies. What is the best source of magnesium supplementation? The only one that I recommend is magnesium aspartate. We get ours from a German company called Marco Pharma. Now, the second best source would be magnesium orotate. The reason I say that is because aspartic acid is the amino acid that takes magnesium from the outside to the inside of the cell. Orotate is not far behind. So, that's what you should be looking for. How is magnesium getting into the cells? Well, hypomagnesium is a relatively common occurrence in clinical medicine that it often goes recognized is due to the fact that magnesium levels are rarely evaluated since few clinicians are aware that many clinical states in which magnesium deficiency occur or excess can only be evaluated by looking at where it exists in 99% of the body, that is in the tissues in developed countries. Older data estimated that the prevalence of marginal magnesium deficiency is 15 to 20% of our population. That's one out of every five people. Now, serum concentrations of magnesium in 36.3% and 31% of female and male Mexican adults have been found to be deficient. Magnesium deficiency has been found in 84%, 84% of postmenopausal women with osteoporosis. In Brazil, 42% were found to have sub normal magnesium status. That's a lot. A lot of people. And more people are probably headed in that direction as life expectancy decreases for reasons such as this. Magnesium deficiency can be present despite normal serum magnesium levels, as we said. About 80% of patients with high blood pressure treated for at least six months with either this is a diuretic, a hydrochlorothiazide, or a single non-diuretic drug have been found to have magnesium depletion. In other words, it makes your magnesium deficiency worse. More troubling is that despite being magnesium depleted, patients treated with hypochlorothiazide had high normal serum magnesium, giving the false impression that maybe you're getting too much when it was really uh, just the opposite. Because then, remember, you're only looking at 1%, what's floating around the serum, but not what's in the cells. Now, there was a study that indicated that just 6 to 12 weeks of strenuous physical activity can also lead to magnesium deficiency. Do you know why that this occurs? Well, when you're exercising, you're sweating, 
and you are losing minerals. It needs to be properly repleted. One of the best things you can do before exercise is actually to take a combination of magnesium potassium aspartate because it helps your muscles to function more efficiently when you have a sufficient store or reserve of these minerals on board prior to physical exertion. It's also been found that intakes of nutrients uh, increased in requirements, particularly high in vitamin E and uh, phosphorus, increase our need for magnesium. That means if you're drinking soda pop, you're also decreasing your magnesium. The major source effect of phosphorus is from soft drinks that contain phosphoric acid, the consumption of which has been rising markedly in the last quarter of the century. We have processed foods, fat, refined flour, and sugars are all devoid of magnesium. Thus, our Western diet predisposes us to magnesium deficiency. Good dietary source of magnesium, however, do include nuts, dark chocolate, and unrefined whole grains. Increased calcium and phosphorus intakes also increase magnesium requirements and may worsen or precipitate magnesium deficiency. Remember, we talked about a patient on our program who had subclinical magnesium deficiency, a 42-year-old woman who'd been having heart attacks, almost died, was unconscious for 12 minutes, had to be intubated, and did not recover until we were able to convince her doctor to give her IV magnesium. What was causing the low magnesium? Well, guess what? It was her synthetic estrogen that caused the calcium to go high and magnesium to go low. But dairy, especially cheese, has a very high phosphorus to magnesium ratio. You think about that. We just said that soft drinks are also high in phosphorus and can reduce your magnesium and increase your need for supplementation. The American diet in general is low in calcium and fiber as well as in magnesium and high in protein and phosphorus. But as previously mentioned, excess phosphorus, calcium, and vitamin D can lead to increased magnesium loss, increasing magnesium requirements. Dietary aluminum may also lead to magnesium deficiency if you're using a lot of baking uh, soda. If you're trying to get alkaline, doing that from Arm & Hammer, that is known to have aluminum in it. That could be contributing to your magnesium loss by reducing the absorption of magnesium well, approximately five-fold, reducing magnesium retention by 41% and causing a reduction of magnesium in the bone. But you can also get aluminum in cookware, deodorants, over-the-counter prescription medications, baked goods, etc. A vitamin B deficient diet can lead to negative magnesium balance and increases magnesium excretion. So it sounds like we need to be supplementing with vitamin B. We like one that's used or combined with microclusters. Why? Well, I can use a lower dose of vitamin B and have it to be very well absorbed, even at 25 milligrams, from which patients can get a niacin flush, which is totally safe and innocuous. But it goes to the fact that it's well-absorbed. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You've been listening to The Royal Treatment. If you would like a copy of this article, please email me at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D as in Daniel Royal at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. We'll be back again next week with another program of The Royal Treatment. Until then, my friends, you be well.